Welcome to another edition of Faith to Live By. I'm your host of this weekly podcast where each week I seek to help us discern the times to know how God wants us to respond. As a charismatic apologist, I want to see God's people find balance between rational thought and spiritual reality so we can effectively wield the power and authority Jesus has given us to overcome life's issues. We read in Matthew 22:29, where Jesus is speaking to the Sadducees, and he said, quote, You are in error because you do not know the scriptures and the power in order to stay in truth. End quote. Andrew Hopkins, a prophetic worship leader, wrote, The atmosphere of power creates a heavenly way to view scripture. The truth of scripture provides accurate interpretation to an atmosphere of power. And to all of this, I say, We will only experience the victory power Christ wants us to have according to the degree we pursue knowledge which leads to truth. Let me repeat that because it's a quest we must deliberately and intentionally embark upon. So here it is again. We only experience the victory power Christ wants us to have according to the degree we pursue knowledge which leads to truth. So if we're not experiencing the victory power that we can in Christ, then we have to look at ourselves and determine if we have failed to pursue knowledge, which is to grow in our understanding of Scripture. Today, after all the lies, deception, and intentional plans the self-appointed elite have perpetrated against humanity, the fight to discover and live in life-giving truth and all the hope truth provides is the most difficult ever in our lifetimes. However, simply possessing knowledge of truth is not enough. We must also have faith. Jesus said even faith as small as a mustard seed is enough to move mountains. While we're living in the most pressing and urgent times of our lives, every one of us all around the globe, we definitely have some mountains that need moving. So with today's program, I want us to dig really deep into the importance of possessing pure truth and wielding resolute faith. Pure meaning undefiled, not mixed with any falsehoods, unadulterated. And resolute, meaning determined, steadfast, and unwavering. You don't want to miss my message today, along with the prophetic interpretations I've gathered, because I'm convinced by the end of this podcast, you will be greatly increased in both truth and faith, allowing you to take your God-determined place in His plan to experience the victory Christ died to give us. We have shifted into a time where fearless, ferocious faith, solidly based on truth, is essential for our victory. As I'm sure you already know, in this natural world, we are subjected to two forces, good from God and evil from Satan. The ancient spiritual battle of Satan seeking to dethrone God is being played out in our natural world. For generations upon generations, the enemy of God has been at work to defile people and seduce nations with his plan to gain control of the world. He has been stealthy in implementing his plans, so much so that the church, meaning Christ believers worldwide, has accepted much of Satan's narrative, making the church severely impotent. Hear me out and see if you don't agree. We bought the lies that the church has no business being involved in politics or government, and the lack of involvement by the church is largely the reason for the advancement of evil in these areas. Additionally, we've been blindly trusting government, the medical industry, public school systems, news and social media, with the belief that these institutions have our best interest in mind. 
The way the majority of the churches responded to all matters surrounding COVID-19 has revealed a serious lack of truth and faith. In the early days, under the guise of tremendous fear, people readily accepted all instructions promoted by these trusted institutions. Churches readily shut down and church leadership encouraged their members to do as we are told. Yet, as Christians, we know from the Bible that fear is ever and only from the enemy. Had we properly discerned the origin of the fear and turned to God for understanding and guidance, I believe the response for churches worldwide would have been quite different. Because Christians worldwide succumb to fear, we have evidence of the lack of conviction about truth and the dreadful lack of faith in God and His promises to guide and protect us. I believe had the majority of Christians and Christian leaders sought the Lord, we would have been led to research the truth about the virus, about the efficacy of masks and social distancing, to learn the harm that comes from lockdowns and business shutdowns, and this would have led us to question government, the medical community, news, social media, and we would have avoided much of the suffering, pain, and loss that we've endured. But that's not how we responded. And I believe God, knowing the condition of his church, has allowed us to experience all we have so we would realize our woeful state and become abruptly awakened to the truth, repent, and return to him. Because of the church embracing much of the secular world's philosophies, the plans of the enemy of God have been severely advanced, especially over the past two years. However, the pain and suffering, loss of health and life that the enemy used to destroy our resolve and to enslave us has instead been used by God to restore us to a new level of understanding truth and a depth of faith that we didn't have before COVID-19. Just as it was true for Joseph, it's true for us. What the enemy meant for evil, God has used for good. Genesis 50:20. I want you to really get hold of this today and share this message with your friends and family, because we have reached the tipping point in all that God has been doing to rescue us from the extensive wicked plans and evil schemes of the enemy that would have overcome us had God not allowed us to be caused to wake up. God has caused us to go through the process, the process of forcing us to acquire the truth and to strengthen our faith by taking us through dreadful and unprecedented events these past couple of years. You know, truth is not something we discover and never have to consider again. Truth is learned through a process of discovery, a continual, ongoing process of discovery that we must intentionally pursue. If we don't deliberately pursue truth, simply by living in this fallen world, we will be influenced by the lies and deception that will seriously impair our proper knowledge of truth. Likewise, faith must be exercised to be fortified. Faith is like a muscle. Through opposition and resistance, faith is enlarged. Consider the butterfly. The very effort and struggle required for it to break out of its chrysalis is what prepares the butterfly to have strength to fly and live in all of its splendor. We have wanted this whole horrendous reality since COVID-19 to be over, but God has wanted us to go through the process to prepare us for what lies ahead. Yes, as undesirable as it may be, the fact is every trial and hardship we endure today is intended by God to prepare us for the future. God works to bring us into all truth and to fortify us in our faith today so we will be prepared for what lies ahead. 
The victory over evil God wants us to experience comes through our understanding of truth and our measure of faith. Truth empowers us to be bold and courageous. Faith allows us to partner with the power of the Holy Spirit to overcome sin and wickedness. God has taken us through a process to reposition us from limiting fear and consternation to limitless faith and anticipation. All of this is part of the bride, meaning the church, making herself ready, according to Revelation 19.7. About three days after I decided on the message for this podcast, I read a post from Katie Barker from the Tweed Coast in Australia, which totally confirmed everything I had planned to provide. She wrote, and I quote, As we entered the Hebraic year 5782, I heard the Lord say, This is the hour of breaking, birthing, and building. I am breaking my people out of cycles and chains that have held them back, and I am birthing a new sound, a new governance, and a new order in the earth. This is the year of agreement and divide, for a divine divide will be seen between those who come into agreement and alignment with all I am birthing and those who are content with the status quo. I am raising up righteousness and purity in this hour. I am raising up a new standard for my church. I am coming back to a purified bride, and this is the hour for my bride to make herself ready. I am birthing a new order, and those with clean hands and pure hearts will carry all I wish to release. I am building my true church on the foundation of my word and the power of my spirit. I am building networks and hubs for harvest. I am breaking off incorrect mindsets and realigning my people with truth. My transformational love will break through every deep, hard places in the hearts of my people, and a wellspring of life will flow. I am breaking off fear of man and the constraints that have restricted many. Demonic strongholds will fall as my people rise up in their authority. I am not only breaking chains over individuals, but over cities and regions. My intercessors will see swift change on the back of their stand as my righteous verdict is released. End quote. I encourage you to read the whole post so I have a link in the show notes. It's gloriously gratifying to seek the Lord for what I'm to share with you and then have it confirmed by others who are respected in the faith. So stay with me and let's heed the voice of the Lord. Reflecting on the past nearly two years, consider the response of the masses, including the church, at the beginning of COVID-19. We complied with everything we were told without questioning. We even allowed our churches to be closed. But look at us now, nearly two years later. At this point, God's exposed enough of the sinister, corrupt plans and efforts of the enemy that God's people are unifying in our newly acquired knowledge and we're demanding truth. God's people are coming out from cowering in fear to operating in faith and the power of God in and through us will advance the kingdom of God on earth, sending the enemy into retreat. Take heart, saints. Our victory has already begun. Despite the enemy's last-ditch efforts to overcome us, God has been raising up his people and positioning us to partner with him to defeat the enemy. We are nearing the victory, but as with all wars, once the enemy realizes his potential defeat, he works harder to regain control. This is what we're seeing now, and we must understand it for what it is from the position of faith that believes what we cannot see instead of fear that is focused on what is visible. We must not be foolish, naive, or ignorant. Things are going to get darker before the light of dawn. There will likely be riots and battles in the streets, 
with all the devastation insurrections cause. There will be those who think they are in power who will seek to impose laws and greater mandates to overcome us. People will be turning on one another, each seeking escape from their own guilt. There's even been talk of military involvement, of indictments and arrests, and potential power outages. But when these things happen, it is not the end of the world, but the demonstration of God's intervention in answer to our prayers. I've said before, we have not been living in the last of the last days, but in a foreshadow of those days. What we've learned and all we've gone through must provide us with resolute lessons we teach our children and our grandchildren so they will be able to endure to the end when tribulation prophesied in the Bible does come. I really liked what I recently heard Wanda Alger say, which was, we need to understand God is not in control, rather, he's in charge. To think God is in control causes many people to think they can sit back because God's got this. In reality, according to the Bible, God is in charge and he seeks those among his people who will partner with him and bring about the victory by faith in action. Think of Joshua and Caleb and how their faith in God allowed them to believe for victory over the giants in the promised land, so much so they were willing and ready to go into battle. Or consider how God dealt with Gideon to bring him to his destiny as the leader to overcome the enemy, the Midianites. God has had us in a similar process to prepare us for the days ahead. I fully expect the days ahead to get worse before they get better. At the same time, I don't sense this will be a long, drawn-out process. I sense we will see matters greatly righted worldwide from now through the end of the year with the month of January ushering in the dawn of light. Through these next few weeks and months, we will see God intervene in such a way there will be no doubt from anyone that it is God's doing. As I've said many times, God has been exposing evil wherever it exists in his tremendous mercy, giving people a chance to repent. But the day is upon us now where we are seeing God administer judgment in order that justice may be served both within and without the church. As I seek the Lord each week to know what the message should be for my podcast, I have been affirmed again and again by prophetic words from others who share the same basic message. These will be both great and terrible times as God demonstrates his vengeance on behalf of his faithful people. This will reveal judgment upon those who have been perpetrating evil, and many people will go into serious shock to realize just who has been involved. Many people, celebrities, influential people, trusted educators, and even church leaders will be exposed for who they truly are, having refused the time of mercy God provided them to repent. While those seeking to create a one-world order and a global reset have strategically administered their sinister plans, God has been at work to prevent them from succeeding. I'm convinced COVID-19 was a planned pandemic to create smoke and mirrors to divert us while they impose radical control over the people worldwide so that they gain control over governments. While we've been controlled with fear-mongering over what was promoted as a serious life-threatening virus, while we've become divided over vaccines in their attempt to pit us against one another, while many events have been created to keep us from seeing the truth, the real issue has been the United States presidential election of 2020. That's because America is the last nation that stands in the globalist's way of seizing control and gaining world power. Mainstream media, social media, and our universities and colleges 
the World Health Organization, the Center for Disease Control, the Clintons, the Gates, George Soros, Klaus Schwab, and more are not to be trusted and are being exposed for who they are. This is why the effort of brave men and women who have been working tirelessly to conduct a thorough investigation through audits of the 2020 elections are highly significant. I'm grateful for Mike Lindell and Arizona State Senator Lieutenant Colonel Wendy Rogers, Sidney Powell, Lynn Wood, and many others who have led the good fight in the midst of serious opposition to complete the task. I am grateful for Amanda Grace, Robin D. Bullock, Johnny Inlow, Dutch Sheets, and many others who have not caved into criticism for their prophetic words that are now coming to fruition. Amanda Grace provided a most unexpected prophetic word from the platform at the Reawaken America Health and Freedom Tour stop in Colorado Springs recently. In part, she said, quote, You are in an hour where I, the Lord thy God, will cause an unexpected fall in the states, including California, says the Lord, for I, the Lord thy God, will not be mocked in this hour. I love my children. I'm long-suffering, says the Lord, but the time has come, says the Lord, where the balances must be weighed, where there must be a reckoning, says the Lord thy God this day. For says the Lord of hosts, I have allowed in this hour these things to take place. I, the Lord, have allowed it in order to bring to the forefront the plans of the enemy and expose them and shine a spotlight on them. In this hour, I, the Lord, shall magnify down to the depths of the tiniest details that are going to make a huge impact and are going to hit the enemy's camp, says the Lord. For I, the Lord thy God, am going to move my spirit across this country, for I shall be the dividing line in this hour. I shall be the two-edged sword says the Lord, and I, the Lord thy God, shall cause in this hour exposure, says the Lord. End quote. Her prophetic word is 4 minutes and 49 seconds, which also addresses the Lord's plan to cause the plans of the enemy that were against God's people to befall the enemy and all who serve him, and that God is going before his people and will be providing instructions for us to march and to speak in faith. There's so much, you simply need to hear the whole thing so look for the link in the show notes. God has already exposed so much evil. However, not everyone is aware of it yet because the complicit corruption of mainstream media continues to promote lies and false narratives to control the people. You'll want to listen to Clay Clark's podcast that exposes the World Health Organization, the Center for Disease Control, and Bill Gates and Big Pharma to understand the truth of what media is deliberately concealing check out the link in the show notes. We should also take encouragement from Mario Murillo, whose tent crusades are exploding with people. Here's an excerpt from his recent blog, and I quote, Six days before the crusade, crowds have already begun gathering to pray and expect miracles, a full six days before the crusade. They are acting as if the crusade has already begun. Maybe it has. Maybe God is doing something new in the western New York. Is this the cultural backlash we've anticipated? Is this the tipping point? Are these the voices of a people who have been pushed too far and will never allow themselves to be slaves again? Have wokeness, perversion, and tyranny at last gone too far? By all appearances, these people are fed up and are rising up. End quote. You'll want to read the full article, so make sure to get the link from the show notes. I sincerely hope you've been seeking the Lord, wanting the Holy Spirit to lead you into all truth, and allowing the Holy Spirit to fortify your faith as you refuse to give in to the lies of the enemy and instead 
stand firm on the truth of the Word of God. If we partner with God, proclaiming truth with a resolute faith, we will see the intense wicked efforts of the enemy overcome. Oh, how I pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. I think of the severity of issues for the people in Australia and all that they are suffering and the persecutions of Christians in Afghanistan, the out-of-control realities at our nation's borders, and the oppression of our brothers and sisters in Canada. There's just so much suffering, so much for us to be in prayer about. But in prayer, we must be getting our marching orders, our instructions from God, so we can come out of our fearful hiding places and take our stand against the enemy in this spiritual battle that is wrecking havoc in the natural world. I know there are those who got the vaccine who are now concerned over their long-term health. Here again is a matter we must bring to the light of truth and to the power of faith. In these times, I heard God say, nothing that has been done can't be undone. Oh, those words are so comforting. Don't allow your mind to believe that those who have received the so-called vaccine are now under a death sentence. You serve Jesus, whose life, death, and resurrection can overcome anything the enemy brings. Pour over scriptures about healing and how no weapon formed against you can prosper and begin to decree and declare what God says is your right as his child by faith. And by all means, look within my show notes. Each and every week I offer links to resources that offer you help, whether it's medical or legal or just to gain proper understanding of truth. I am wholly invested to be your advocate. God has been working to raise his people out of complacency and into action. This is the hour to demonstrate the power of faith by becoming entirely and intentionally engaged. I get the vision of a manual transmission automobile. You know, my first car was a Volkswagen with a manual transmission. I had to learn how to depress the clutch and shift the gears with the right timing to transition the car into the next higher gear and access more power. Well, this is the same point we're in, saints. God has brought us through a great deal to realize we've been disengaged with him, and now he's transitioning us to the next higher level to gain more power. So here's what I want you to do as a result of hearing this podcast. I want you to prayerfully seek the Lord to guide you into all truth, then activate your prayers by intentionally seeking truth. Start by having a Bible reading plan. I invite you to download my overview and ideas that you can choose from to find a reading plan that's right for you. You'll find them in the show notes. I also want you to prayerfully seek the Lord to learn his specific marching instructions for you in this crucial hour. Consider what you're naturally interested in and how you can match your skills and gift sets to a specific task. In my show notes, you'll find some organizations that you can connect with and possibly work as a volunteer or help them network or support them in some other way. And lastly, stop listening to the mainstream news and instead subscribe to trustworthy sites that provide truth and help you build your faith. Certainly, subscribing to my podcast and my bi-monthly blog should be on your list. And I have other trustworthy organizations listed in my show notes. I always have extra helpful resources for you in my show notes that are not always mentioned in the podcast. So please take advantage of my effort to help you learn truth through reliable media and learn of practical helps available to you to help you navigate through the many mandates imposed on us during COVID-19. If you or a loved one are concerned about taking the vaccine, are being threatened to take the vaccine, or need help with treatments post-vaccine, 
be sure to look through the show notes. You'll find links to medical and legal sources. I hope to have helped you discover more truth and for this message to have helped fortify your faith. I also hope to have been an instrument through whom the Holy Spirit has worked and will continue to work to inspire you to the point of being entirely engaged. If all of us gain that resolve, that we simply must be busy about our Father's business, we would be united in our faith and our actions, which is God's desire for His people and the enemy's worst nightmare. Next week, I'll continue helping us discern the current times with expectations that we will have more evidences of God's intervention in our behalf to talk about and celebrate in the days, weeks, and short months ahead. I want to ask you, have you contacted my sponsor, Ed Torres, yet to get your free financial consultation? I urge you not to delay. We're living in perilous times, and having a solid financial plan in place is essential. Ed Torres is a team member with the Financial Advisory Practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, and he can help you with your future financial goals. Ask Ed about the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach to see if you are prepared for your financial future. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, understands your goals, and they provide personalized advice to help you reach them. Call Ed Torres at 949-250-3210. Offices are located at 2600 Michelson Drive, Suite 1460, Irvine, California, 92612. The confident retirement approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member F-I-N-R-A and S-I-P-C. You don't have to be in California to consider working with Ed. They are licensed in many states, so I'll have a link to his website in the show notes, and I encourage you to contact him for a free consultation. He is mine and my husband's financial advisor and a wonderful Christian man I highly recommend. Now, this is important, and I know if you've heard me before, you've heard me ask this before, but I really need your help. If you've liked what you've heard today, then I ask you to show your support in whatever way you can. I offer my books and other products for my web store, which you can get through faithtoliveby.com. Be sure to use the promo code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H, and receive a 20% discount on up to two products. And if you haven't already, please make it a point of getting my Make America Godly Again bumper stickers. It's a great way to display your faith and encourage others. Also, I ask you to consider becoming a subscriber to my bi-monthly e-newsletter, which will make you a preferred member where you'll receive special announcements and offers not available to others. And with so much going on every day, please let's connect on Facebook at Faith to Live by TV, on Twitter at PL Christian, and on LinkedIn at Pamela Christian. I really want to connect with you beyond this podcast. And this is another area that's really important where I could use your help. If you've enjoyed today's episode, if you are a regular listener, please subscribe, rate, and review this show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. Your review helps the show reach more people. It improves my ranking, and it also helps spread the gospel and helps people learn how to best apply their Christian faith. Your help doing that would be so appreciated. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian, asking you to remember, Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him. 